We are joyful and very glad as Inspire Radio Podcast to have you on board. And on behalf of Royal Kingdom Embassy, we declare blessings over to you. Today's message is going to center on issues to do with identities. Ordinary names are meant to identify with a particular character at play. And the simplest that character is, is also the easier it is also to solve and deal with any challenge or issues that may arise from an encounter with the same character. The book of Luke chapter 8 verse 28 to 30 elaborates a very interesting account of the ministration of our Lord Jesus Christ. It says, when he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him and with a loud voice said, what have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high? I beseech thee, torment me not, for he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For oftentimes it had caught him, and he was kept bound with chains and in fetters, and he broke the bands and was driven of the devil into the wilderness. And Jesus asked him, saying, What is thy name? And he said, Legion, because many devils were entered into him. Now, the whole incident can better be understood when we analyze two encounters. The first one is the one which is going to involve Jesus Christ, but we are going to peruse it and get back to it in depth on another stage. When Jesus arrived into the country of the Gadarenes, the moment his ship landed on ground, the Bible clearly says that he was met and welcomed by a demon-possessed man. But first things first, the people of the land, we are talking about the inhabitants of the territory of the Gadarenes, had also had their own share of problems and encounters with these demonic men. And the word of God clearly says that they tried to bring the situation under control. They tried to restrain the man with chains as well as fetters. Because when you look into the word of God, the Bible says, for oftentimes it had caught him. So their approach was to bind his hands. That's why they used chains. And also, they also tried to bind his legs. That's why also they used fetus. But this kind of solution, it was from a canal, from a canal man's perspective. Because the word of God clearly says that the men broke these chains. This solution didn't work. It was not a solution at all. So what this means, when you look at it, analyzing the beginning of the problem of the man, you will understand from the context of the scriptures that the time when the problem began, it was not a very big issue because the word of God identifies 
the demon as it meaning to say the man was under the possession he was possessed by only one demon as the word of god clearly puts it across but probably because of the measures and uh, there were all things that the men of the land tried to utilize against this man. Then the problem multiplied. I'm talking about the multiplication and exponential multiplication of the number of demons that were in this man to a magnitude that people could no longer copy with. By the time our Lord Jesus Christ arrived visiting the territory of the Gadarenes. Interestingly, the initial state, when you look at it, the word of God clearly says the demon, it caught him oftentimes. So we can see that this kind of an experience that these people were having, it was an experience with a singular demon, not with a multitude of devils. But this kind of approach that they tried to use and utilize against this man probably the methods amplified and because the devils when they saw that people were trying to bring them also in check they reinforced and they multiplied and the methods you can see that the methods probably made things worse because the word of god clearly says that they bound him with the chains and with the fetus. Yet, in fact, the man was not having, he was not suffering from a physically induced problem, but from a spiritual matter. So, because of such methods, the man actually found himself in a position where the devils inside of him reinforced themselves and they were able to break asunder the bonds utilized against him and the devils took total control and they ended up driving the men outside of the territory of human habitation into the wilderness the majority of us can easily count our problems probably we had at a certain stage in life which started as small small matters but eventually got to be blown out of proportion simply because of using the wrong methods to solve these kind of problems or the wrong approach the word of god says in the book of matthew chapter 12 verse 43 to 45 when you look at this one it will help us to understand the dynamics and the operations of demons it says when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man he walketh through dry places seeking rest and find none then he saith i will return into my house from whence i came out and when he is come he findeth it empty swept and garnished then he got and taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Even so shall it be unto 
this wicked generation. Now, the body of men, when you look at us human beings, originally when we were designed by God, we were meant to host the Spirit of God. Now, in the absence of the Holy Spirit, then demons can easily take control and visit as they wish our bodies and utilizing them as their worms. Now, the funny thing altogether is that demons can actually feel at home and feel very comfortable in human bodies than they are in dry regions or in dry places. So, it is altogether to do with what is called an empty vessel. When they realize that the person that they came out of is empty, then they come back again with more force. So we must aspire to seek the presence of the living God to establish his dwellings more and more in us. Remember when the Lord Jesus Christ was baptized, the Bible says that when he emerged out of the waters, he was full of the Holy Ghost. So it means that our bodies can actually contain a level of spiritual activity. And in this case, Jesus, after he was baptized, he was full of the Holy Ghost. And when you look into people in the Word of God, like Barnabas, according to the Word of God from the book of Acts, chapter 11, verse 24, the Bible says, for he was a good man and full of the Holy Ghost and of faith, and much people were added unto the Lord. Now, in these days, it's very, very easy to meet a lot of people who are just so full of themselves than they are of the Holy Ghost. And when you look all our problems, especially from a spiritual context, they arise because we may not actually be hosting the Holy Spirit as we are supposed to. And this is taken advantage of by demons because they know the principles that govern dominion. And one of those principles is the law of multiplications. Demons know that. That for them to be able to grow to a level of dominion, numbers, they play a very important part. Remember the word of God says, as a principle from the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. The Bible says, And God blessed them, and he said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. So as a principle, the more you are fruitful is the more you are able to subdue. To subdue simply means to bring something under control as well as to exercise dominion or to demonstrate your power over a certain matter. So it is a principle that even demons know about and they are able to utilize it against humanity because as a principle, two must better 
two must be better than one. I'm talking about what we call the law of the power of numbers. In any fight or in any battle that you may find yourself engaged in, the more the opponents that you are fighting against in that particular moment is the more likely you are going to lose that battle. So demons, they know that the more they multiply in human beings is the more also they are able to subdue the people in, in, in this respect. We are talking about the people that they enter and possess. And the more that, that, the more that they multiply is the more also that they are able to exercise their dominion and influence over certain aspects of humanity. We are not diverting from our subject and not forgetting the agenda altogether. Initially, when the Lord Jesus Christ had commanded the devils out of the demonic man, the demon-possessed man, the Bible goes on and says that he then asked the evil spirit, Who are you? And the evil spirit answered him, Legion because we are many. Now, you cannot make in a conversation with a character that is already absent. So it means that Jesus, he commanded these demons to come out initially, but they didn't respond. And then you begin to hear Jesus now engaged in a conversation. Now, when you look at the name that these demons gave Jesus when he asked them to identify themselves, they said, we are legion because we are many. Now, the name legion is not a name of one character, but it is a name of a number. It cannot be a name of a person. It is a name of many characters. Any number that is greater than one depicts the presence of many characters at play in that particular environment that is also greater than one. And legion, it can actually mean that there are up to 5,000 characters at play in a certain environment. So this means that the gathering together, remember the Bible says, can two walk together unless they be agreed. This means that the spirits that were in this man had colluded or they entered into what we call a satanic alliance. And unexposed, such an alliance can have that power to give actually control to the satanic parties involved are over the human body because the word of God clearly says that the first thing that these spirits managed to do was to drive this man out of a certain environment. They began to disconnect that man out of a certain place, out of a certain sphere of activity and they drove him into a wilderness, meaning to say that they, meant, they made it sure that he is outside of his realm of help or his realm of hope. And the other thing that they made sure of was also to give him an address because the Bible clearly says that the men began to stay inside tombs. And the other thing to make them three that these demons managed 
was to strip him of his covering. The word of God says the man eventually found himself to be naked. So most of the times when demons begin to attack and to take control over a human being, they make sure that they will remove you out of a certain place. And in most cases, that place is meant to be helpful for you. It is a place probably where you have been get, gaining something, probably care and help from people. So they make sure that they disconnect you from help. That is the first thing that they do. And the other thing, they will choose an address for you. And that venue for this man was a tomb. And we all know that a tomb was dead bodies. So they looked for another place that was going to play their part which they intended in this man and in this context, the grave. And the other thing, they stripped the man of his covering and he found himself to be naked. He didn't have any more covering, any more defense around his life. Now, let's say that this situation that this kind of a man experienced is exactly what you're facing right now. So it means that when you are if you want to check and identify, probably if you are under a satanic attack, sometimes you can realize it by checking the kind of place that you are now spending much of your time in. Because demons, they will make sure that you will not abide in a place of your help. And the other thing, that kind of territory look around you if it is full of death then you are again in a certain environment that is already being controlled by evil spirits and the other thing they will make sure that you will run out of a covering nobody will be able to defend you there will be no more any covering that will come upon your life so when you look at some of the challenges or rather problems that many people face, they are a culmination of several factors at play. I'm talking about an alliance. I'm talking about a coming together of agendas against a person. For example, some people, they may have problems with affection in relationship. And when you try to understand the root of their problem, you can actually come to identify it as stress. And when you try again to understand the problem of stress, stress, it may actually be because of an uncomfortable financial position. So the same also can apply when you look and try to analyze the uh, diseases such as HIV and AIDS that are incurable from a medical perspective. These, when you look at them, they are in simple a grouping of diseases, an alliance that is disguised together as a virus. So what HIV simply does is it attacks your immune system and then it opens up the door for a legion of other diseases to attack your body. So you find yourself under attack from a legion or from a multitude of 
agendas that are against your health altogether. And when you look at diseases, probably like Kwashioka, I cannot define it probably as a disease. From a medical perspective, again, this one cannot be classified as a disease because it's not a disease but it's a matter of lacking proper nutrition and when you address it you realize again that this one is a food problem which in turn when you try to dig deeper into it you can realize again that it is a poverty issue so i want you to pray that any spirit or any problem that is working against you as an alliance may god bring it into a place whereby it is going to be exposed any dimension of demons or devils with an agenda against you may the lord unmask it and expose its roots in this season he is giving you the grace to recoup your losses and to overthrow your giants I am going to show you something and in fact this can be a mystery to some people. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter 4 verse 10, he that he descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens that he may feel all things. So if your mind is spiritual enough you are going to easily understand where I am going. When the Lord Jesus Christ ascended to heaven, before he did so, he had to descend into the abyss, into hell. And he dealt with all uh, kinds of vacuums or empty spaces because the word of God clearly says that he had to fill all things. So now I want to show you something. It is very much illegal spiritually to have what are called vacuums or empty spaces. It's either they can be occupied by devils in your life or they must be occupied by Christ Jesus. I want to help you to understand something. When you look at poverty, it is a money or a financial vacuum. And in the absence of the spirit of prosperity, then legions, they take advantage of that vacuum. And we are talking about demons responsible for poverty. Because poverty is another de demon that, it's actually, uh, that actually operates from a broader perspective. It causes they are bigger. It may be because you are actually working a poor job your job is actually giving you nothing at all or you may actually be unemployed at all so it's something that has got many many causes so i'm talking about a demon that creates a vacuum and that vacuum it is utilized by a host of many problems and challenges against your life and the reasons when you look at them for poverty they can be infinity you may not be able to exhaust all of them and again when you look at death it also operates as a legion its causes also they are infinity i am talking about people dying because of many many reasons when you die because of an accident 
it's death again taking control when you die because of a disease it's actually death again taking control when you die simply because somebody murdered you it's also death taking control so i'm talking about a title a demon that can hide under a title yet they can be a multitude i'm talking about a magnitude of other causes behind it that may be hiding actually under that kind of an umbrella classification so god must fill you you need to pray that god must fill you with his holy spirit more and more and that there be no room for any vacuum in your life because the word of god says in the the word of god says in the book of first corinthians chapter 13 verse 10 but when that which is perfect is come then that which is in part shall be done away so he must increase while you decrease and when he increase while you decrease then every spiritual agenda against your destiny must also decrease i'm talking about diseases they must decrease as jesus is increasing let poverty decrease in your life because when the perfect comes in your life that which is in part must go so i refuse to be a vacuum place so in this season whereby we are celebrating the resurrection of christ in our lives remember when he ascended he said he is not leaving us alone but he declared the holy spirit to be with us and the word of god says that and you shall receive power when the holy ghost has come upon you so i want you to take advantage and pray that he increases in your life and the more he increases is the more that vacuum that has been in your life is being dealt with is the more any spiritual agenda against life is being corrected is the more again each and every problem in your life is being addressed he must increase while poverty must decrease he must increase while disease must also decrease he must increase while every spiritual problem every spiritually instigated situation in your life must also decrease For me, Martin Siziva, I believe that this segment has been a blessing to you. You are free to share this message and spread the kingdom of God. This episode has been brought to you, courtesy of Royal Kingdom Embassy. We are located in three centers in Paris, Free States, South Africa, as well as in two centers in Cape Town, Somerset West, as well as Guguletu. Join us every Sunday for worship. For inquiries, please call plus 277-2866-330. Alternatively, you can email prophet.martins1 at gmail.com. Be empowered to experience kingdom life.